People like games. Present. Be at some point in the day show with Solo. What is up, folks? And welcome back for another evening of late night gaming talk. It is February 3rd, Monday, and today we are going to be talking a little bit about Discord finding its uh, focus or tuning its signal. But before we do that, a quick shout out to my brother. Happy birthday. His birthday was Saturday, but this is the first recording since, and since I didn't do it before, and I gave my mom a shout out, figured why not give the bro a shout out? Now, let us get over into that is correct. A little bit of these plugs. We'll do it right quick. The socials Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, etc. The handle is at people like games. The website, peoplelikegames.com or plg.gg, whichever you prefer. You can find men's and women's apparel event info as well, which speaking of February 28th, we have the New Year's social occurring at Social Playhouse. If you're in New York, Long Island, tickets will be on sale starting tomorrow, February 4th. So slide through, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna announce the tournaments, the games involved, the food, the beer, the drinks, the sponsors, etc. all coming up. But I am going to keep the episode relative. Oh, wait. No, I guess I should say this show you are listening to can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Citrix, et cetera, et cetera. Now to the topics of note, as we usually do to get things off the ground. I'm going to keep the episode slightly short because I do have a shit ton to do with relation to everything else. Uh, and so let us not let the host keep rambling on and jump into these stories, beginning with Epic Games pulling Pandemic from its uh, free options this week. Although they didn't make a statement, you can assume that it was probably tied to the fact that the game is about an outbreak of a viral disease and with the coronavirus occurring at the moment, probably not the most appropriate thing to be giving out for free so they decided to pull it so shout out to them next up we have a little follow-up from a story that we talked about last year uh, last year last week and that was about the overwatch director jeff kaplan saying that he did not believe hero bands were fit for the overwatch game and league and instead have decided to implement something called the hero pool which is more or less ban a hero ban but instead of the teams and the players voting on which map or player ends up being banned they are going to weekly cycle one tank support and two damage heroes who will be unavailable for that week i'm sure it'll be at random still slightly silly it sort of creates, I guess, a, a version of randomness, but still doesn't open the game up to the tactics they are looking for. We shall find out the Overwatch League Season 4, I believe, is set to kick off next week. They need to do their, a better job with marketing that around, especially now that they're over on YouTube Gaming. Curious to see what those numbers end up being as well. Anyway, now on to, and speaking of numbers, Steam is uh, catching some steam. It just recently broke its own record for concurrent online users, which was found, which was, uh, what was the word? Which was, the word? Which was set in January of 2018. 
So now it is at uh, 18,801,944 players to be specific. However, a slight caveat is that there's actually 1 million less game, uh, less players actually in game, which is curious. So I don't know what that means, but it's gotten bigger, but less, uh, I guess, of a focus or central point because the launcher might be open, more people may be getting it, but then switching over to dedicated ones like Epic Games or Rockstar, whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm going to touch on this next story lightly. I'll probably break it down a little bit further tomorrow, but YouTube uh, and Alphabet released what YouTube's ad revenue was for the year. $15.5 billion, which was up 36 or, or excuse me, 11% on the year. Impressive, huge number. What is there to say? But I don't want to make the episode too long, so I'm not going to focus on that because these next two things are big. This next story is Nintendo, and then the following will be the focus of our episode Discord. So in the lead up, I guess this is the bridge to the chorus uh, in terms analogous to music. But Nintendo has decided to murder its own mobile gaming revenue by introducing a new monthly subscription service uh optional of course for its most popular mobile game fire emblem heroes last week we broke down nintendo's one billion dollar revenue mark and how 60 percent plus of that revenue was generated by this game fire emblem heroes and it was one of the only games that did not have that monthly premium pass because Mario Kart World Tour, which I criticize heavily for that model in and of itself, as well as Mon or Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, which is $2.99 or $7.99. This is the most expensive version that they've unveiled. I don't know why they would roll this out when the game is already generating so much money instead of trying to potentially, as in their words, make experiment and, you know, experiment with their monetization system. So why go after your cash cow instead of trying to figure out a way to revamp the ones that aren't working? But I'm not going to criticize you too much, Nintendo, because I do want to work with you. However, I need to ask the person who was in charge of this decision, what were you thinking? Why, bro? because this is thoroughly silly. I am sure this will end up negatively impacting its core user base as well as new users who are going to be put off by that subscription. We will find out. It's gonna be a number in a, a, a very specific area that I've been focused on, which is Nintendo's transition from its handheld games gaming market to the mobile market and it's not doing it very well so stop being fucking greedy and just sort of make it a little bit simpler for the average user and consumer and stop trying to do all these monthly subscriptions unless you're going to bundle them all up into one because each of these are more expensive than your own online service which okay what am i going to say about that quality anyway we're now going to move on to the final story we had thrown this in as a sound cue for the moment, but now I guess we're just going to run with it. Yee! Shout out to Zelda and Nintendo. Speaking of, please make a Switch remake of Wind Waker. It'll be your most popular, best-selling game of all time. Like, 
or best Zelda selling game of all time. That's without a doubt. It's magical. So now we're going to talk and finish up this with a little talk on Discord. The company has decided to get rid of its activity feed, its games launcher, and its library, which was a way to keep track of your games, as well as the games launch, which was a store version they had launched back in November of 2018, which actually coincided within three, four weeks of the launch of the Epic Game Store. And so at the time, I was doing a little podcast with the homie Lilo for the People Like Games podcast. And we had talked about how it was a great idea and how Discord was trying to find its way into Steam's territory and marketplace. And that's why they would launch their own gaming marketplace and how the market was right for it. And then out of nowhere, Epic Games dropped theirs and that 88-12 split just sort of blew Discord out of the water. And since then, they have sort of pulled away from what their initial focus had been because even going back to 2017, we did episodes comparing the similarities and differences between Discord and Twitch and how Discord now that they're saying they're being honest removing those features to focus on its core chat functionalities is better suited to understanding it's like a community forum board for different games and communities and you know pokemon go being a huge example how players from specific geographic areas end up coordinating raids and sharing photos and it's a more it's a more uh geolocated version of gaming which makes it analogous in my opinion to a community forum board or a community board uh, that people use to then subsequently meet up in person to then do these mobile gaming excursions in this case pokemon raids and so it's really awesome to see it's very you know i know few games has as much enthusiasm and uh fervor as the pokemon go uh fan base however i think it is a model that should be replicated and can very much be a focus point, which speaking of the people I game, the folks, we're not just saying it. We have our own. The Long Island Gaming Hub is our own version of a large scale community board, and it's for events and games and a place for people to meet each other to talk about games and to play games with each other, find users, tasks, whatever it is. You need centralized places for people to go. I really hope Discord now refocuses on expanding those functions that it has to offer and sort of sharpens that because there's nothing like that in the space. And since people love you for chat anyway, you're in a perfect spot because what else does anyone use to play or to do online chat when gaming except for Discord? Let's be honest. So... Honestly, great move. I'm sure they're going to be uh, on the upswing because of this. And so I look forward to seeing what they roll out. Definitely want to make them a partner as well. And so if any Discord marketing managers are listening, shout out your boy. We're trying to get you. We want you roll with the good old folks, huh? What else is there to say? What else is there to say? And speaking of what else is there to say, the answer is nothing because that is a wrap on what I've got to talk about. Remember the socials at People Like Games, PLG.GG is a website. February 28th, tickets on sale tomorrow. 
We out here. See you tomorrow again for a new app and a new way for me to experiment with the topics of note uh, layout. And let's hope you people like it. Anyway, Perfect. fiend!